0: WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back at WPTF. Mike Rayley here. We're at Bells, Carpets, and Floors, 2828 Industrial Drive in Raleigh behind Costco, and Miss Ann is off today. She's uh, down at the beach along with uh, just about everybody else, and Nelsa Cox is nice enough to, uh, to come in with all that you are involved with. Nelson, I do appreciate more than you know you coming in
1: and being with us. Always my pleasure, Mike, thank and thank you. you for having me.
0: Beltsawns <laughs> the Garden Hut in Fugue Arena, and uh, Brother Rufus is busy studying something over there. I don't know. Uh, I Rufus like Rufus I course. feel like uh,
1: a oatmeal cookie. <clears throat> I got. I'm in the middle of. Oh. Rufus!
2: Uh, well, well, I'm. Well,
1: stuffed. I'm <laughs> stuffed with goodness.
0: <laughs> there you
2: well, go. I'm. I'm looking at the the saying of the week here and. In Cliff Joyner's uh little book here. And I bring I bring a but Cliff Joyner
0: was a childhood friend who's a uh, uh financial guy down in Nashville. And uh you know, we all grew up together. Uh the, the governor and and he he was uh, he went to school with the governor at uh, Carolina. But at any rate Cliff, nicest person I know, I think. Well, he gave gets, me this book. Yeah, it is a calendar and it has sayings in it. And Ru- you would think I'd given Rufus. A, that's his, You know, it,
2: it's my lifelong. It's, companion. it's his holy
0: grail. He's <laughs> like
1: every day. Let me read so some kind of
2: little sayings in it. What does it say today? Well, now today it says, <laughs> "Your intellect may be confused, yeah, oh boy, but your emotions will never lie to you." Well, that's that's certainly true.
1: I have a four-letter word: lort.
2: <laughs> Lort? Lort. <laughs> How
0: about that? Well, yeah, you know, I haven't talked to Cliff
2: lately. I... now Roger Elbert said that, <clears throat> whoever he is. <laughs> Roger Elbert? Roger Ebert. Ebert. Oh, okay. Ebert. Roger Ebert. Ebert,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, well, the movie guy. Yeah. All right, well that, that makes sense now. <laughs> All right, well, let's uh let's go to Hal. Hal is with us, and Hal, uh, you want to identify the plant that Rob was talking about? Oh, Hal, uh, yeah, Hal.
3: Yeah, good morning. That's right, Hal. Yeah, I think based on his description, I know what that bad boy is. Because I have oh, is it a bad boy? Yeah. What is it? Yeah, there. It's a Polonia tomentosa,
1: also well, known we, as the Royal oh, Empress tree. Okay, so we either said Polonia or. Uh, the Catawba, so... Uh, I think Rufus thinks it, it's a Catawba. Yeah, it, it, probably a yeah, yeah. It, it probably is the Polonia. Yeah, it probably is the Polonia, and <clears throat> that wood is used um, now to make um, bluebird houses in Bailey, North Carolina. They no kidding. Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. Finch, even before he ever passed away, he discovered that Polonia wood, it, it's lightweight, but it's durable. It's very... Uh, it's very soft and lightweight right. but it's indestructible. He's like it it will outlive polyresin. You're no <laughs> kidding. So they have these groves because uh, if if you look at their model bluebird house uh that mister Finch designed, you have to have a tree that has a certain caliper to it. So they have these groves of polonias. Um and mm. so they, they mill these these trees and and build their boxes and um it's it's very interesting it's almost uh wood that's light like balsa wood but um but it's not quite as thin and it's just very durable but uh, that's certainly that and the um catawba are two trees that can be um kind of stalky in their juvenile stage and and uh large leaves
0: do you sell those birdhouses mr finch's birdhouses Uh,
1: we are Currently, not don't have any of his. I think they've gone mainly to mail order, not um, oh, okay as wholesale. But we, yeah, we have had them over the years. Yeah. um, they're great, they are. I mean, it's just such a great design, it's a great story. Um, you know, they're great boxes. I mean, he he was a, a living legend and as well as a legend, uh, to date. So that's right,
2: that's an appropriate so, name, Finch. Yes, I know, I know. He, I know. he,
0: uh, he. Caught it a lot with that yeah, yes. with that name, I'm sure, Hal. So you're you're not a, a you're not a fan well, they of that can be uh,
3: tree. An invasive thing. They will. That's they've probably gotten away from his growth because they're springing up in folks' yard everywhere. I've had one, and yeah. they grow incredibly fast. They're not bad looking trees, but I, I've had problems with invasive plants before, and uh, you yeah. know, I whacked mine down when it got. In less than uh, one season's time, it was twice as tall as me. I said, yeah. I Whoa. okay." Well, well Rob,
0: it, I hope Rob's still listening. Yeah,
1: and if you ever get the chance to go to <laughs> to uh, Finch's uh, Blueberry Farm and Bluebird uh, in Bailey, North Carolina, you'll see the grove when you I drive down there.
3: That... I'm looking out my window. One of his boxes I have had for probably 15 years right now. Okay, so that's that's
1: probably. If it's 15 years old, that's probably one of the ones made from the Polonia. Yeah. Um, but it if you ever be. get the chance to drive down that long driveway, uh, you you will see, uh, once you get partway down it, on the left, you'll see these different groves. And they, they keep them pretty groomed because they want them to you know, get big, fat trunks, not be like we know them as invasive and just quick little pole, you know, little stobs, um, yeah. trunk sticking up. So very interesting. So where, where do you
0: have your bluebird house?
3: It's right here in the west side of Raleigh. And I've got, Yeah, do you,
0: do you have it on a tree yeah. or on a pole or what?
3: It's on a little metal, I use a piece of conduit. Uh, I put mine on a metal conduit cause, um, it, it discourages, it's, so, it's a half inch. So, a snake cannot easily crawl yeah, up it, right? Snake.
0: And
1: right. that—that's another great design about Mister Finch's boxes. Is he—he he straps these, uh, you know, a heavy metal strap on the back so that it'll fit right down in a galvanized pole, or it can—that uh, strap can fold up and be attached to a post.
3: Yeah, I do mine by putting a floor a flange on the bottom of the box and put that mm-hmm. that. Uh, conduit screws right into the bottom of it. I've also got four or five of them for, that I got from the State Employees Credit Union. They're not benches. Yeah. They they sell boxes, too. And
0: yeah, they do. I got them all Very over my cool.
3: yard. I bet, you know, some years I've, I've, I have some bluebirds here, and other species use them, too, but sure. a lot of bluebirds. But when you get a chance, I'd like to talk about pawpaws with y'all.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, sure. Well, I, I want to hear about that, too, because I've got a friend who lives in Wilkes County, who's bringing me down a pawpaw tree, and I want to know about it.
3: Okay, well, I grow them right here in my yard. I I worked with a guy at the Museum of Art years ago who was from Kentucky, and he always talked about how wonderful pawpaws were and how he missed them and how he wished he could find some. So I was looking around to try to find him some here, and I never could. So I found a place in Ohio that would air freight me five pounds of pawpaws, cost me a lot of money with the shipping and all but i got that box of those things and i just loved them they were delicious and i saved some seeds and planted them and now i've got about six or eight trees in my yard and i had a bumper crop this year and i've been giving away my neighbors are calling me johnny pawpaw seeds because i'm giving away seeds (laughs) to them that's great grow them and there is a Paw Paw Festival coming up a week from today in Winston-Salem, the North Carolina
1: oh, Cooperative
3: neat. Extension is put, put it on. And apparently it's an annual event. I've never been to it, but I think they skipped last year because of COVID. But they're going to mm-hmm. have it September the 11th, Paw Paw Field Day. But it's free, but you, they want you to uh, register online for tickets. But you just Google north carolina pawpaw festival and you'll find it all the information but it's they're going to have give away free pawpaw samples and be selling uh trees and all that stuff Um, and pawpaws are fun to grow but they got little idiosyncrasies you have to deal with they don't transplant well because they have a long tap root it's best to just plant the seeds or either get a real small tree from a nursery Put it where it's going to be. Don't start seeds in pots because that long tap root, you try to dig them up and transplant them, and it's, it's, they just don't make it. Uh, but, Very interesting. Um, if you so plant we'll have to. Uh, seed, where they'll be, they'll, they'll do fine.
0: We'll have to. Uh, Continue this conversation when when uh, Rufus gets his tree. Yeah, I don't know whether mine'll yeah, be from you, the you seed Rufus or the root. And
3: don't have just one tree. They have to have more than one I mean, tree no for pollination. But I'll be glad to give you some seeds, and you can plant some of mine to mix with yours, and you'll get some fruit. Uh, That's great. Anybody who wants seeds, I'd be glad to give them some. Would it be in order for me to give an email address or something? For if,
0: you, if you want to.
3: Okay, think of Raleigh, North Carolina, R-A-L-N-C abbreviation for raleigh north carolina r-a-l-n-c at bellsouth.net dot net and i'll somebody can contact me and i'll give them a dozen seeds anybody who wants them because i've had tons of that fruit this year this has been
2: a great year for them for me well tell, uh, tell me what it looks like and how it
3: well it's people say it tastes like a combination of banana and mango with little hints of pineapple i'm I've given away a lot of the fruit too. It's uh, you cut them open and it has seeds in there, and the flesh is sort of a custardy texture. They used to call them custard apples too in the early days.
2: How about that? These Sounds used delicious. Used to be much
3: more common than they are now because they're an understory tree. Yeah. And most of North Carolina at some time has been clear cut, and so we lost a lot of the pawpaws because they the smaller trees need protection from the sun. So there are a few wild places where they live, and I'm trying to encourage them people to grow them because they are the host plant for zebra swallowtail butterflies. I'm into butterflies, too. And these are the host plant for zebra swallowtails, which are beautiful butterflies that are just not that common because their host plant is not that common. I only know of one wild patch of pawpaws that I know about here in Raleigh, and it's on the uh, Crabtree Creek. Uh, Greenway but um, I've been told there's some in Emstead Park but I haven't seen them and I'm I hear there may be some in uh, Hemlock Bluff Park too but I haven't seen those either but anyway they're not that common and I think if more people grew them we might have those pretty zebra swallowtail butterflies make a comeback.
0: Well Hal I appreciate you calling very very interesting and please call us again.
3: Okay. Well, y'all take care, and uh, if you think about making it up to that festival next weekend, you can listen to Weekend Gardener as you drive up there.
0: Amen, uh-huh. brother. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, you Hal. Good
3: like luck, Rufus, with your tree, and I'll give you some seeds if you want them. You take All right. It. Great. Thanks, Hal. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye.
0: Let's head to the farmer's market and Monica Wood. Hey, Monica.
4: Good morning.
0: Y'all have any pawpaws for sale out there this morning?
4: No, not that I know of, but I have seen um, some of the vendors down who sometimes have the pawpaw paw trees. <clears throat> so y'all making oh, be- really? maybe plant one or something.
0: <laughs> oh, very good. I'll yeah, try. I mean, uh, it, yeah, if it has you know kind of the banana and uh, and the pineapple and all that in there, it's it uh, sounds like a great texture and flavor.
4: Yeah, something different. I, that's something that I don't recall ever trying. So it's something I'll have to be on the lookout for to give a try.
0: Yes, ma'am. So, what uh, you have plenty of apples this morning?
4: We do. Um, The apples are coming in now, and we're seeing a few of the varieties are gala, um, honey crisp. We're seeing crimson crisp, ginger gold, jonna gold. I also saw some red delicious and gold delicious down there. So, got a good variety of apples coming in. We still have peaches. Um, One of the varieties I saw down there, and there's a big reds, and they're just like their name says, they're pretty big. Some of them are most softball size that I saw down there. Mm, very good. And muscadine grapes. That's another favorite that's coming in yeah. right now. So,
0: Boy, I'll tell you, it's been fall like the last couple of days, and to smell the and to taste the muscadines, it really yeah. makes, makes you feel like fall. Uh, peaches, you have peach varieties still?
4: Yeah, the big red is one of the ones that we have coming in right now. So um, and. Still a few others coming in. Peaches will still probably be hanging around maybe two or three more weeks. um, But come get them while they're here. Um, They're kind of coming to the close of the season for them. And, of course, apples taking over, so we got a good replacement. Uh, We still do have corn um, coming in, tomatoes, peppers, squash, cucumbers, um, all those sorts of summer vegetables still here, watermelons and cantaloupes. So if you're having those cookouts this weekend, you can – come by and grab all you need and make up a big bowl of fruit with your watermelons and cantaloupes flossed up. And of course, um, you can grab your meats and cheeses and that sort of thing while you're here too.
2: Monica, I, yesterday I got me some big red. I've never tried them. I, I go to the peaches from candor, North Carolina. I always mm-hmm. have good, good peaches from there.
4: hmm. They do. They've got some good ones. And, i seen a few nectarines and plums coming in. They're a little sporadic, but you can find those down there right now as well. Um, so just a great selection. You know, we have honey, local honey. We have the salsa down there and some different baked goods and pastries, the cookies and cut flowers, um, beautiful cut flowers down there this morning that I was um, kind of admiring as I was walking through. There are some gladiolias and some dahlias of all different colors and um, just maybe get a big bouquet and enjoy them throughout the holiday weekend and we are open regular hours by the way i've had a lot of phone calls on that we're open all weekend regular hours and monday as well
0: very good and uh you have plenty of plant vendors this morning
4: certainly um, You have any pawpaws
0: uh, pawpaw vendors
4: I have. To, I know that I have seen those pawpaw trees. Um, one of the ones yeah. that does a lot of fruit trees in the boxwoods, usually I have seen them there, But I don't know 100% they have them right now. But you could definitely give them a call or check with them to see if they have any, you know, still left at home or what have you.
0: A uh, friend of ours and a sponsor, Justin Burleson, who's a realtor in... Uh in this area it sent me an email the other day asking me where I could find, he could find some liver mush. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he wanted to eat it, but he, uh, he, he said he was doing some kind of marketing thing. I don't know how it involves liver mush <laughs> in real estate, but, you know, liver mush is not, apparently not very common. Liver pudding, you mm-hmm. can find liver pudding has more cornmeal in it than liver mush, apparently. Rufus, were you aware of that?
2: No, I wasn't. But Did niece,
0: your mama feed you liver mush?
2: Uh, well, she tried to. <laughs> uh, I I sort of got whooped under the table one time because I wouldn't eat liver mush. Mm. I finally relented. But Nieces, I am told, mm. makes the best.
4: And Nieces yeah, has, um, you know, I had kind of researched that a little bit for you, Mike. And Nahana only has a liver pudding here on the market. But yeah. Nieces, from what I understand, does have one. And there's also one that's called Hunters um, out of Marion, North Carolina. And you know what else I found out? There is actually a liver mush festival, and it's in Marion um, first Saturday in June. And they oh, I can't wait! Yes, so well,
0: we'll, Rufus, we'll have to make plans. I'll drive, and uh, we'll we'll have to go to that. Like liver
2: mush and kale.
5: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Oh, kale! And something to wash it down.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, well, uh, I, I hope Justin, I, I wrote uh, to Justin and, and told him that, that uh, you know, liver pudding's basically the same thing. I mean, it's not that really that much difference. I guess it depends on the consistency. I guess there's a difference in consistency. I mean, liver is liver. Let's face it. You like liver? What, what about you, Nelson? You... A country girl, you your mama gave you liver mush?
4: Well customer?
1: again, she tried. <laughs> well um, but well. I I would say um it's funny I have a buddy down at Oak Island who who likes whatever. I don't know if it's liver pudding or liver worst or liver I don't know what it is. I will eat um calves liver, cow liver. I mean I've yeah, had sweet like Melissa likes yeah, liver. Yeah, that's good. Onions and all that. Mm. Sure. But uh, that's about as far as I go with liver. Mm. Oh, well, chicken liver, chicken gizzards. Yum. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. My chicken, mama liked chicken that. Neck. I never, chicken neck. I mm. never
0: warmed up to that. The straw bonnet. Mm. What about you, Rufus? you like chicken livers and gizzards? No. Oh,
2: yes. I, I, gizzards
0: stuff. are a little too chewy. I
2: mean, well, now could my be my day My daddy really liked those, and I found out, bless his heart, he wanted to make sure the rest of us got the white meat. Yeah. So a, he would eat the gizzards. And he lives. said, "I love gizzards." Now we knew he didn't. Oh, I did. But I'm I'm reminded of liver in one episode of Fonzie. They chased <laughs> it. They chased him around with raw liver, and poor Fonzie went crazy. I'll never forget that episode. They were chasing him all over the city with a pile of of raw liver.
0: Did wow. you uh, have that episode on in uh, the attorney general's office?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Looking over briefs. Woo. <laughs> Rufus, uh, you have a memory of steel, I'm telling you. He me. does. Any good
0: politician does. Mm-hmm. So uh, Yeah. Uh, so, Monica, I'm glad we settled that. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's go to the market shops and see what they got there.
4: Well, um, you can actually shop around. You know, I mentioned the meats and cheeses, great for grilling out. You can find those from local farms and um, fresh seafood as well. And of course, the market grills in there. You got to stop by and have that Rufus dog. And um, there's a. By
2: lot the way, of- I told you Ma- uh, that I put the seal of approval on it, Monica, <laughs> because they've got it down pat now. They've got the chili right, and uh, the the slaw is is up, up to par. <laughs>
4: Good. So we've got
2: we've got back into a real Rufus dog now.
4: Good, you're a so tough you, you man. Him to, you critiqued and got it just right. So that is wonderful. I know that you've appreciated all of your input on that Rufus
2: dog. I'm sure they have.
4: Gotta <laughs> have, have your seal of approval. It's just not the right
2: thing. It's not. What's well, <laughs> so, your name on it? You got to. That's know right. What it is. It's got to
0: be right. That's so, right. Uh, but they a have a lot of other things. <laughs> they have kind of a lobster dog too, don't they? But it's a shrimp.
4: Yeah, they have the um I'm trying to think of what they call it right now, but they do have like a shrimp burger, um, and I haven't tried that but a lot of people have said it's really good and mm-hmm. they have one they call the K Dog that to me it's sort of like a steak and cheese. It's really good. Um and their hamburgers are really good and they're they're trying out new things and, you know, experimenting a little bit, trying to just see what customers like and so that's what they want. They want that feedback. So, Rufus, you've done your job.
2: Mm. Well, that that shrimp dog is the—I don't know what kind of monster out of the sea it is, but it it, co- it covers a whole hot dog bun, uh uh-huh. from end to end. Yeah. What is what is that kind of thing called a a prawn?
4: That's what I was gonna say. The yeah. prawns, I think, is what. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, why don't we uh, why don't we hold it there? We'll be back and talk more about what's in the market shops and the restaurants and and all around the, the farmer's market uh, here. We're gonna take a break for, for news uh, on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. We're at Bell's Carpets and Floors, Industrial Drive in Raleigh. Uh- Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Right back on WPTF. Uh, We're at Bell's Carpets and Floors, Industrial Drive in Raleigh, 2828. We're going to talk to Fred Gaines coming up. Uh, Miss Monica is still on with us. Uh, We are still in the market shops, and uh, we have talked about all the bread and the pies and cakes and stuff like that. Monica.
4: That's right. Um, There's a great selection of all sorts of cakes and pies. You can find those famous apple jacks and peach jacks down there that they do. I think they even may have a sweet potato one. Um, We have a a wine tasting in there. You can go through and check out Chatham Hill, and they're offering their wines. Um, And also, we have all sorts of barbecue sauces, um, hot sauces and jams and jellies, preserves, that sort of thing. You can find a great selection of all those in there, as well as... All different types of honey. Um, candies, some of those old fashioned candies and the old fashioned drinks like the bottled knee high drinks and cheer wines you can find as well. The soaps and lotions are another favorite. Um I know Rufus I think can testify for those. Um locally made and we have bird houses, bird feeders and just so much more in the market shops. Um patio furniture is something else you can find. And um great place to come out shop. You can find that perfect gift for someone and, and get a lot of your groceries too.
0: Yes, ma'am, and uh, great restaurants—the uh, seafood restaurant and uh, the farmers market restaurant—going strong this morning. Or at least their farmers market restaurant.
4: Definitely, those homemade biscuits are a favorite, and um, beautiful morning. You know, they have the patio dining outside, so it's a beautiful morning to to come out and enjoy a meal and sit out there and just take in some of that cool air and. Um, They have daily lunch specials also. If you don't follow them on Facebook, um, you can go on there. They try to update and do their daily menu with all their lunch specials on there every day. Sometimes they miss it, but you can always follow them on there and kind of know what they've got each day. And They serve breakfast all day as well. We'll close at 3 p.m. daily. Seafood Restaurant um, has some fairly new hours where they're open 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., and that's seven days a week.
0: Of course, uh, super sod is there, and uh, a lot of people, I'm sure, are looking for sod. Yeah. That's uh, the the easiest way to, to handle it, certainly uh, this time of year, September, is a great time to reseed or put out uh, fescue sod, not the warm season grasses, so I'm do- sure they're doing a booming business with that.
4: Yes, um, they're a great place. A lot of folks you can talk to there to find just exactly what you need. They have a little plot there that... They have several different types of grass planted where you can take a look and see exactly what you're getting, and um, just very knowledgeable folks, and they can help you. They have a lot of different lawn care products available as well, and um, you also want to stop by Market Imports, um, maybe shop for some plants and flowers and need a container to put them in. They have every shape and size you can imagine over there. They have a lot of fountains and trellises, some indoor furnishings as well, so be sure to stop by and see what they have going on. and Just make, you can kind of come out and make almost a day of it here at the market. Um, By the time you shop around all the different areas and enjoy a meal, you know, on the market, great place to bring family and friends as they may come into town. And we're conveniently located just off I 40. So if you're traveling this weekend, great place to stop by and maybe stretch your legs a little bit.
0: Please tell us how proud you are of your son who is going to play baseball for Lewisburg College.
4: Oh, I'm super proud, and he's so <laughs> excited, and um, it's been kind of hard adjusting to him not being at home. We got him moved in a couple weeks ago. and um, that's, that's a great school.
0: <laughs> that, such a wonderful history uh, to that school, and uh, it's a real institution
4: yeah, in Lewisburg.
0: But, uh, and they've always had a great baseball program.
4: They have, and um, like I said, he is just super excited, and... We are as well, and can't wait to to be traveling that way a little bit more to see see what's going on. And um, he's kind of getting adjusted and having fun. A lot of hard work going into it. They've been working oh, him pretty hard since he's been there. I bet they
0: have. Yeah, they don't they don't mess around. And and uh, that's uh, of course a, a famous two year college. So he'll move on, and and hopefully. Uh, maybe he'll be playing for NC State or something.
4: Oh, that would be awesome! You know, that would make Mama happy, right? <laughs> uh,
0: absolutely, it would.
4: Yeah. Uh, well, congratulations them. to
0: him. You have wonderful children.
4: Well, thank you so much, Mike. I appreciate that. That means a lot.
0: Yes, ma'am. Well, you uh, you carry on, and I promise not to ask you about liver mush anymore.
4: I know. Really? Well, I wish we I wish we could help you out with it here. And if that's
0: I all right, I mean, liver pudding's you. the same thing. So you did yeah we just know it's there.
4: Well, we learned there's a Liverman <clears throat> Festival, so...
0: Yeah, how about that?
4: And a paw festival, so we've just got all kinds of things going on here in North Carolina.
0: Sure do, yeah. Very eclectic. Thank you, my dear. And
4: yeah, you too. Everybody come see us. We're here seven days a week.
0: All right. That's Miss Monica Wood out of the Farmer's Market. We were going to talk to... Um, uh, the owner of Bell's Carpets coming up. Fred, let's talk to Major Dave, who's up in. Uh, I bet it's cool in the mountains of Virginia this morning.
6: Good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you? We're doing wonderful now that the rains have finally
5: stopped.
0: <laughs> well, you know, we just can't get any rain around here very much. Uh, we were expecting some rain, but y'all got uh, a lot of Ida remnants, and we didn't. We didn't get a lot here,
6: so I'm. That's what well, certainly help. My, my helped. wheelbarrow had about six inches of water in it when the rain finally stopped. Yeah.
0: Did y'all have any flooding in your area? Because I know there was some flooding in Virginia.
6: The the river rose about six inches, but uh, it handled it all quite nicely. So no, nothing really up here in this area. But okay. I I got to tell you though, it, it made my tomatoes split their skin. They got oh, water, wow. they were growing so prolifically that the skin, and they all started splitting. So we went down, and I pulled seven five-gallon buckets yesterday.
0: Do you, uh, I, I don't think, I don't know that Rufus wants to talk about tomatoes. Rufus, you want to talk about tomatoes?
2: Well, I, I just got a shock out of my ear
0: there. <laughs> Major Dave, Oliver, how are
2: you doing Yeah. a tractor? Yeah. I'm, I'm I, dead I, here. I'm not literally dead. Um, My ears, my my phone is not working now.
6: Uh, Okay. uh, I actually called because I have a question about harvesting tomato seeds for use next year, and I've been doing some research on the web and finding a lot of uh, difference of opinion um, about how to do that. Some say keep it in a jar in a cool place until the good seeds settle to the bottom. Others say keep it in a warm place. Some say let it ferment. Some say don't let it ferment. And I didn't know if any of you had any clear guidance on how to harvest some of these seeds.
1: Well, uh, personally what I do is I just take (laughs) said tomato and uh, core it, score it, slice it, eat it, and then I'll scoop a few seeds out on a uh, napkin um of course many times i leave them on the napkin as they dry and my staff will throw them away i'm like where's my seeds (laughs) (laughs) but that's what i do i just i just let them kind of air dry Uh, so there you go there's another way um that has worked for me um and you know talking about the fermenting I, i certainly have been the the candidate to receive um tomatoes you know there's nothing worse than sticking your hand in a rotten tomato on a hot day and I'm mm-hmm. like, blah and you kinda flick it, toss it, it smashes even more, lands in the, the landscape, and you know, inevitably the next year I'll get some seeds that'll come up there. Um that's usually how I grow pumpkins and watermelon and cantaloupe. It's like I will save them until um they're on the brink of of bursting and then I'll just go throw it as high as I can in the air, let it come smashing down, seeds scatter everywhere, throw some mulch on it, and then the next year I have pumpkins and uh, watermelon and cantaloupe that come up. But with tomatoes, that that is what I do, is I just dry them on a napkin. Once they're good and dry, um, I put them in a Ziploc bag. I do label my bag on the date that I collected and what the tomato is.
0: Rufus, you fermented anything lately?
1: <laughs> I thought
2: Major Dave there was talking about a little little dandelion wine there for a while. I want to know I want to know how that tra- how you're enjoying that new tractor.
6: Uh, we are loving it. We are doing all kinds of we've even been able to pull up stumps with it uh, for 12 14 16 inch diameter tree trunks out of the ground. It takes a little longer cuz it's a smaller tractor. But you just keep at it and dig around it, and sure enough, it'll pull them out. But we're getting What's ready you get to get a, a ma- run ma- run Mahindra here ha- in the next week or Komoda. two.
1: Kubota. Kubota. Yeah.
6: Because we yeah. want to get ready for our fall crops of spinach and cabbage and uh, green vegetables like that.
0: How was your corn yield this year?
6: Uh, you'll have to ask the raccoons.
0: Oh, it's <laughs> the raccoons this year, huh? Because it was, uh, yeah, it was uh, the, the deer guys, last year.
6: Caught them. There was a pack of about 10 of them that came in one night and totally cleaned out 200 stalks of corn.
0: Wow. Wow. Mayhem.
6: That's sad. We
0: have raccoon gangs in Virginia. I had no idea.
6: Uh, We didn't either. I'd never seen them around here until this happened. Um, But I wanted to follow up, too, with you because a couple weeks ago I called in and we mentioned about the lima beans that were growing pods but had no beans inside. And I noticed yesterday some of them now have beans inside. I guess they were just late developing this
1: year. That's uh, pretty much what's happened with ours as well. Uh, just very flat, no beans, um, but if you opened one up you could see like a teeny little seed and um, so it, it's finally starting to develop very late. Well, I think I'm
6: having trouble hearing you on this end, so I'm going to hang up and listen to the show, but As I always say, I know what I know because I listen to the show.
0: (laughs) All right, Major Dave, thank you, buddy. Thanks so much. We always love hearing from you. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: Have a great day up there in uh, the mountains of Virginia. 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to talk to uh, Fred Gaines at... uh, uh, Bells Carpets and Floors, 2828 Industrial Drive in Raleigh. W- uh, Lucy, what have you done now? Lucy! Good gracious, Lucy I'm has spilled hand her hand coffee. There, any about stain? Uh, St- yeah, Fred. I don't know if we got any on your carpet. I don't think I'm so. But sorry. we'll talk about strain, stain resistance. All right, more of the weekend gardener coming up. We'll talk to Fred. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener, and since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard, a WPTF tradition since 1945. Yeah, we're getting close to 37 years on uh, for the Weekend Gardener. Uh, 919-860-9783. Fred Gaines is with us, owner of Bells Carpets and Floors Industrial Drive in Raleigh. Uh, and Fred we talked a lot about the uh, waterproof flooring what about uh, carpeting is is that still really popular
5: oh yeah very very much people are are always you know thinking about <clears throat> something easy to maintain but you know also the the bigger problem that people all have is spots and spills and stains that uh, don't Come come back, and you know how do we prevent that? Things like that, and of course we almost had an accident here. We certainly did. (laughs)
0: Lucy was going to demonstrate uh, how how your carpet is so resilient. Yeah,
5: and uh, fortunately or unfortunately, because but the good news is the carpet here. If it had a you know the coffee had to hit the carpet, we would have simply cleaned it with water. And it, that's amazing technology, Brent. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. So people don't have to worry about keeping you know special things or even you know today with the environment, people worried about chemicals, you know, <clears throat> like that. So the carpet uh, is built has built in inherent stain protection, and it also has a uh, it's uh, the technology with nanotechnology that blocks moisture. So when you block moisture. You can't stain it, and simply blot it, clean it up with water. And what if
0: uh, what if Lucy was drinking wine this morning?
5: <laughs> well, well when, I heard you. Oh. I heard you talking about dandelion wine. Yeah. So I mean,
0: would would that come up just as easy? Come up
5: just as easy. Wow. Huh? Just simply rinse it out, blot it up, and uh, you know, enjoy enjoy your wine. Or, what
0: about pets?
5: Well, that's the other thing. Uh, These carpets carry uh, an all-pet warranty. And one of the differences, there's a lot of carpets out there now advertised, you know, pet-friendly, things like that. And they they do have a a good treatment. But it's not as good as what we have with our our smart smart strand, excuse me, all-pet technology, because it covers everything from nose to rear. Uh, (laughs) Amen. And it covers all kind you know people don't just have dogs and cats they may have rabbits or iguanas or, or mountain lions you know, well yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> but it covers uh it covers all pets it covers you know all potential things that can happen so uh, it really makes it easy care and uh, people don't have to worry about, do I need to buy a color that's the same color as my pet so things won't show? No, you can pick out the color. It's going to be best for your home.
0: Yeah. And uh, that's... That's pretty wide ranging, uh, that technology with uh, Karistan, Mohawk. Karistan and
5: Mohawk, yeah. It's, and uh, the simple thing is when people come in, the, the Smart Strand brand, which Mohawk and Karistan own, any Smart Strand carpet, no matter whether it's one of our value products or one of our high end products, they all carry the same technology. So uh, that's uh, uh, something that people. Can feel uh, good about when they're replacing their carpet. Now you
0: you sell wool carpeting. We sure do. Does that have uh, any stain resistance? Wool
5: really does not have much stain resistance. It's a natural fiber. Uh, it does wool has a natural lanolin which sheds things? But in terms of stains, uh, we have to, we always caution people like uh, that glass of red wine. You better get to it quickly because if you don't. Uh, it's going to leave a, a probably a permanent stain
0: but you can buy uh, some type of carpeting with that technology that looks feels like wool yes
5: that would be in in our synthetics in the smart strand family will have all that technology and uh, of course a lot of the newer products uh, the styling is to look more like natural products, uh, whether it be wool or sisal or sometimes up to of natural yarns. So it's something that people can feel good about uh, but it is different, uh, you know, we have to caution people about wool, you know, this you need to expect uh, um, or be cautious about any spills that happen to make sure they get taken care of right away.
0: How do you clean it?
5: Wool, or
0: wool, yeah. Uh,
5: again, conventional uh, wet cleaning uh, is the preferred method of cleaning wool, but you can also use, uh, depending on uh, the uh, product itself, uh, you can also use products like Capture, which we've been selling for close to 40 years. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's something that Milliken invented years ago because they realized the biggest problem that people had with their carpet is they couldn't get soil out, they couldn't get stains out. And so uh, Capture is a, a wonderful product uh, and again um, it's something that we know it works because if, if it wasn't working you know people would come back and tell us hey this didn't work. We wouldn't sell it. That's right. So.
0: Uh, we, we've got about a minute. Uh, you uh, pl- Please go through what's on sale. Well,
5: yeah, it's, it's storewide, obviously, all of our carpets. Uh, we have discounts from a minimum of 25% discount up to 50% discount. Uh, all of our uh, wood products are on uh, promotion. Our luxury vinyl are waterproof, uh, and we've got uh, new additions to our waterproof floors. Um, so they're all on uh, special promotion prices, uh, and of course, our uh, people. A lot of times, uh, come in and say, "We need a, an area rug. Uh, we can make or fabricate rugs of any size, uh, almost any shape that you need, out of our wonderful selection of decorative carpets, and they're all on sale, also." So, uh, and your remnants, and yeah, thank you. Thank uh, you. It's a, something. We, Uh, really get people looking it's a great way to do a single room or an area rug something like that and the remnants are all reduced from their already marked down price
0: fred we'll talk to you next hour thank you so much always so informative Bell's carpets industrial drive in raleigh 2828 industrial drive behind costco we'll be back